Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, right, guys. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another developer-branded podcast. I don't know what episode this is. I don't keep track anymore. But I got Will here on the episode. Um, Will What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Should be fun. No, no problem. Yeah, no problem, man. Honestly, like, I, I don't know anything about you. <laughs> you asked me to be on here, <laughs> and I'm like, let's do it. You know, uh, for me, it's not about like who's popular or not, but I just want to get to know more developers out there, man. And I'd really like to get to know you more. <laughs> well, thanks for reaching out, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Um, like I said, it's when I was first started learning, you know, web development on my own, your videos, like the first uh, videos I came off with, it was like that one you got where you're like in front of that brick wall talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, how you switch careers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this dude is cool. And it's been cool to like see your journey and see, you know, how better, you know, if you've gotten any more opportunities. So it's cool to for us to come full circle and us to be hanging out like this. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I mean, thanks for even watching that first video. Dude, that first video, like, I recorded that video, but I was so self-conscious to upload that that it was just on my phone. I used an iPhone 7 to record that before it exploded. and uh, <laughs> Or Note 7, Note 7, actually. That's why I'm an iPhone user now, literally. But it was on my phone for three months, and I'm like, I'm just going to upload it. Crazy how that's literally what started my YouTube career. Yeah, you never know how things are going to pan out. I'm, I'm glad no you idea. did it, though. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm glad too, man. I think that's what a lot of people have to realize. Like, just because you don't know what's going to happen in the future, uh, as long as you know that what you're doing is like most likely the right way, like go up, go for it. Like, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. And that's like one thing I try to tell people it's like you don't necessarily have to have a plan. Cause you know, we, you have no idea what might happen one year from now, two years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, when you start just, you know, slowly stacking those bricks, uh, one by one, it may look small, you know, yeah. at that time. But once you're done, you know, you have something built that you're really, really proud of. <laughs> no, exactly, man. It, it's literally like that. Like I didn't know that the job that I got as a junior developer would be the same company that would hire me after I got laid off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't, you know, and at the same time, like that, I didn't realize that that company is what will help me start my YouTube career too, but I just went for it. You know, I actually got in trouble at that company a lot. I would, they told me to stop <laughs> filming during work. That's why I stopped vlogging for a little bit, but oh, I would yeah. try to sneak in my live videos here and there during work. And the boss, the CEO would like literally, uh, he would like kind of like watch my channel and if he catches me going live, <laughs> even after work, everyone left. I'm like, I'm doing a live video in the office. And then, you know, he's like, Chris, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, which was cool because my second job, the boss was like, Chris, I don't care if everyone in the office can hear you vlog as loud and as much as you want, which was crazy. Yeah, that's anyway, tight. Man. Um, so tell, tell me about you, man. Like, I don't know anything about you. The audience doesn't know anything about you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. 
Uh, sure. So I'm a self-taught developer. I uh, started like late 2018. You know, I was working at factory jobs and, you know, low pay, you bad left? treatment. Huh? Where do you live? Uh, in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas. So Midwest. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just, you know, not being treated well. The work was super boring. Like it was really simple type stuff. Like I was basically putting powder in boxes. Like that's it. You know, four, four, five hundred times a day. Repetitive. I was like, you know, it has to be more to life than this. So I started looking into, yeah. you know, different things to, a you know, make more money and just do some work that's more fulfilling, that's more enjoyable. Um, so I came across web development. So I started that like late 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, so started like really taking that really, really serious, uh, cause I was working like 12 hour shifts. So basically mm -hmm. it was like me, it was like sleep, work, code. Right. Um, yeah. so like my wife, cause we have six kids. So she kind of, you know, was a single parent for Whoa. a while. What? Oh, okay. Six kids. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so my, my yeah. <laughs> It is, but it's fun though. Like really. Yeah. Um, but you know, she kind of, you know, sacrificed her time cause she's a stay at home mom. She sacrificed her time to stay at home with the kids and make sure that, uh, I got time when I got off of work to be able to learn the code. Cause you know, we both believe that if, you know, this plan that we had was to work out, then it would be yeah. better for, you know, everybody involved. And so about a year and a half later after, you know, a ton of sacrifice and, you know, ups and downs and setbacks, you know, uh, I got hired at Egghead.io, which is like a web development uh, education mm -hmm. company. Uh, I've been working there for about a year now, and it's been, it's been like a dream and it's been amazing. Oh, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, would you say it's worth it? <laughs> would you, would you, would you say that your wife, your wife, she's your wife now, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that she, she thought it was worth it? Yeah, I would definitely say that because <laughs> <laughs> like life is completely different. Like we, we ended up moving like uh, we actually was looking for a house before I got a web developer job. But I actually so I like just had got the job right before we found a house that we like. So I was yeah. able to get like get approved for more. So the house is like, nice. you know, super, you know, amazing for us, you know, big yeah. family, stuff like that. That's awesome. Man. And wow. Uh, was the uh, pay bump pretty big compared to your, your last job and your first dev job? Yeah, it was like a $25,000 increase. Dude, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Um, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's, that, that's just that extra cash flow. And the fact that like when you have this much experience after your first job, man, your income will continue to increase. Like my first job to my second job was a... Uh, 25k increase to the job after that another 20k mm. this next job uh um another 70k <laughs> you know like it keeps going up now it also means you have to like increase your your skill yeah and you the technology you know and how good you are at the technology so that's crazy right like that happened to me in four years and imagine you like four years from now man and it's not even for you the best part is you get to take care of your family that yeah, is the best exactly. part. Yeah. That's my favorite part. I could buy whatever I want for myself, but I don't. But I buy whatever my mom wants for herself. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm the same way. Like if she wants uh, you know, you know, to get some because one thing I, I am really big on, 
you know, because she did, you know, sacrifice, you know, a lot. And it, it wasn't easy. It was stressful. Mm. Um, and so, you know, if she wants something, you know, I definitely have no issues to be like, yeah, like you've, you know, it's not like a payback type thing, which, you know, you like, yeah, you sacrificed a lot to get here. And, you know, because a lot of people, you know, might not have, you know, went through that and said, well, I'm going to, you know, we both have these kids and I'm going to take care of them by myself so you can, you know, be in the back room on a computer all day. Not a lot of people would have been okay with that. So I'm definitely glad that. That's not easy. (laughs) That's definitely not easy. Like, I mean, I have two dogs, man. Like that's hard enough for me. When I'm asked to babysit my sister's daughter, I'm like, no, (laughs) no, it's too much energy. And six kids, that's uh, man, that's amazing, man. I'm I'm really happy to hear that for you. Thank you. What what uh, since like how long have you been a developer so far? Uh, for about a year. So October of last year. So a little over a year. Do you um? Do you ever, or does it does this happen often, or just I'm wondering how often this happens? Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever think about where you were just a year ago? Every day, like <laughs> every day, we we me and my wife, we kind of wake up and we have like a. It's not like we do it on purpose, but we have like a gratitude session yeah. of just how appreciative we are and just remembering the the going to work, the hour in traffic, the picking up kids at, you know, three different schools and working multiple jobs. Yeah. Yeah. At one point I had two jobs. Like we remember all of that. And it's like, you know, we don't have to do any of that anymore. And it like feels, (laughs) feels great. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it feels like a dream, even though it's been a year. Like for me, it's been four years, Mm -hmm. but I think about it every day. So that's why a lot of my content, even on Twitter, I always talk about how I can't believe where I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. I say that stuff all the time because I literally think about that stuff almost every day. Yeah. Uh, This podcast might not go live this week, but when I found out that I'm about to get this new job, that's literally tripling my income from my last job. Mm. Um, Wow. Like I, yeah, like I couldn't believe it, man. Like I, I, after I received this message, I'm going to uh, meet with them in an hour from now to negotiate uh, uh, like the final salary. Yeah. Uh, right, I called my mom. Like, mom, I can't believe it. I called my dad. Dad, your son, he was a special ed who almost <laughs> dropped out of high school, who freaking dropped out of college. And everyone thought I would never be successful, made it. And then my uncle, he's like the richest one in the family, like super successful. He's like, I, and I, he's like, oh, sorry. I told him, I can't believe I'm here, uncle. And he's like, Chris, why? You 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 limit yourself too much. You know you're better than you realize. And it's funny because I tell that to people, but I don't tell that to myself. <laughs> and then when I got home, I started bawling. The moment I locked the door to my front door, my dogs were like happy to see me. I didn't care. I like literally just sat on the floor and I started bawling, man. Because yeah. when I think about like, dude, like before I couldn't afford my medicine uh, because I couldn't afford insurance for that. Now, let's say if I lose my insurance, I could pay for that medicine in cash now. You know what I mean? I was yeah. thinking about those small things like, I can't believe this is happening. You know, like, I can't believe, like, I got here. How, who am I? You know, I think about that stuff every day, especially last night when this happened, man. I was bawling, bro, because it's hard to believe. It's, it will only get better from here for you, too. You know, um, that's a, that's a tech industry if you're forced yeah. to get into it. And that's, that's, uh, I'm glad you said that because that's like the the wildest part, right? So when you come from lack 
and you know not having things that you need like don't don't even think about things that you want and then you come from a place and you get to a place of abundance and you like hold on this ain't even this ain't even the last stop on the elevator that's like the craziest part like five years from now you know who knows where either one of us will be you know it's just dude it's amazing it it no it, it for me it's amazing to the point where all right, I need to eat healthy because I want this to last a long time. <laughs> I need I need to make sure I live a while, man. I get to I'm gonna be able to live a really nice life. And not just me, but my future family, future wife, and my current family. And I gotta live long for them. You know, yeah. so now like it's crazy because now I don't even do these things for myself. Like it's my family that's my motivation. And I'm not even married to have a girlfriend. <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, man, that that's true. Um uh so like what would you say is the biggest change in your life after being a developer for a year um i would say the 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 freedom um i'm I'm used to the type of work uh you know i mean it's it's true like it's to go from you know of course somebody like on your neck like every moment of the day for like the teeniest tiniest things oh my gosh yeah uh i remember one time i had uh like we, because when we used to work, we had to write down how many boxes we did in the hour, right? And yeah. I remember, I don't know, maybe I was writing fast or something, and they got mad because they couldn't like understand my handwriting. It was like legit mad. Not like I can't go over there and yeah. do it over, you know, or something. Like yeah. it's nothing even worth getting mad about. But it was like legit mad because he didn't understand that I wrote a six and not an eight or whatever, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Um, so the biggest change is like that. I get to. You know, do stuff that I care about. You know, I get to meet ton tons of people because there's you know there's a lot of egghead instructors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I so I get to mingle with like all the egghead instructors and yeah. build relationships with them and learn stuff from them. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, honestly, that's I probably say that's the biggest change besides the freedom, the atmosphere that I'm around. I, I used to come from people, yeah, people thinking that you know thinking more negative and thinking they can't mm. achieve things. And now like the people I talk to are like accomplished and they're focused on their goals and they kind of yeah. like boost me up by it seeing all of them. You, right. Yeah. Like, you really are the person you, you put like you become the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Like it's so true. Um, not, not to interrupt you. Uh, I'm talking to, I have a friend who's in the Marines. He's in San Diego. Um, his nickname's losing. And uh, uh, he talked about how he joined the military because he noticed that if he stayed with his friends, they're all just going to do the same thing. And he said that's because, like, if you hang with people who don't care about their future or don't do anything to have a better future, guess what? They're all going to have no future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like working paycheck to paycheck. But then if you surround yourself with people or, like, you say listen to people on podcasts or YouTube or whatever, you follow those people to inspire you, then you can become like those people. And so, like, I feel like when you get a tech industry, like a lot of not everyone, but there's a lot of people are yeah. vicious. And that's in, like that's in, infectious, man. Yeah, I agree. Just from seeing, you know, the stuff that not even them them telling you, right? You just pick it up by osmosis. Like you see somebody yeah. blogging every day that you know that you that you talk to, and you're like, man, I should blog. You know, without <laughs> them even saying anything, you're like, you know, I, I should blog. Yeah. <laughs> No, that that's true, man. Uh, that that's so true. I think that's why for me, with a lot of friends I was friends with before I became developer, I don't talk to them as much as I used to. Not that I don't care about them. It's just 
we have different goals in life. You know, we have different interests now. So mm-hmm. because of that, like we just kind of gradually went our separate ways. You know, everyone's doing the exact same thing still, which makes me frustrated because I care about them. You know, yeah. and then like my life keeps elevating. Not that I'm better than them, but just I'm just trying to do something. You know, and and it sucks because I see them struggling and they're not happy. But it's because they surround themselves with people who think the same way to think I can't do this. I can't have a better life. Like, why would this happen to me? I'm not not I'm saying rich being rich is something I'm not meant to be rich. But that mindset will prevent you from doing anything. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, if you don't believe it, you know, you won't actually take the action. And I agree with you 100 percent like that part of like seeing you know, because when you've been on both sides, like I've been on the side of struggle and stress and yeah. anxiety. Right. And now, you know, like life is, you know, you know, pretty chill, you know, 2020 aside, uh, life, <laughs> life is pretty chill. You still have um, a job. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like to see people like still struggling, like even when, you know, two, three years ago when I was super frustrated, you know, seeing the people that, you know, I hung out with and, you know, played the game online with still in like the same position it do it it kind of hurts because it's like yo you can come on this side with me man like i want you over here because it's it's so much better but like you said just the mentality isn't there and it it really does hurt to see that really that man out of all my friends only two became one became a developer and this other friend i'm mentoring her now i told her i'll make you a developer in six months if you follow what i say um and so like out of all my friends, man, which is like 50 people, two of them are actually doing it. You know, mm. they all could do it. I mean, I have met thousands of people who've done it. And it's literally that mindset, man. And it's so sad, bro. It's so heartbreaking. But yes. again, at the end of the day, yes. like, you know, there's only so much. And, and it sucks. Honestly, for me, one of the most frustrating things is when I hang out with them, they'll always say things like, dang, it must be nice to be a developer. Or like, dang, Chris, look at you successful. You know, it's kind of make me feel bad because they're, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not successful, but you know what I mean? Like, they're still in the same spot. Yeah. And that sucks. It doesn't feel good to hear that. Um, And, like, I'm not saying that in a prideful way. It's just, like, in my mindset, it's like, dude, you could do the same thing. And I told you, but you won't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you can't make people do this, man. Um, I think it's interesting. The one thing you said, too, was how um, life is just, like, you're treated differently. Once you, you know, get in tech, because when I was in a regular office, dude, people talk down to me all the time mm-hmm. because they know I'm replaceable. As yeah. a dev, you're replaceable, of course, but man, you can find a job almost anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In any industry or, uh, you know, when, and now with re- remote being super, uh, super um, available, you know, like your options are yes. even open even more. Yep. Very much like. I will not accept a job like interview. Like I won't interview for any company unless it's remote. Like, why would I move <laughs> to Silicon Valley and pay six thousand dollars a month for rent? That makes no sense. <laughs> no, no, I could. I wouldn't even imagine what kind of house I would have to pay for with eight people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that's crazy! Eight people, <laughs> man. Okay, just curious. Okay, like what is your, your budget on grocery every month for eight people? A, a lot, man. It, it was more than uh, it was more than my last mortgage. It's like it's like seven hundred dollars. Wow. Like it's a lot. Wow. So trying to do that in your last job was even more difficult. Yeah, yeah, it it was. But 
you know, one thing though that um, you know, we are we did when we you know decided for my wife to quit and stuff. We you know yeah. decided to be like super frugal, like we paid off both our cars, so we had no car payments before you um, became a developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, we like you know wow. second job and overtime yeah. and all that type of stuff. So we paid off both our cars, so we wouldn't have that. Um, I closed all my credit cards that I had. Um, and she uh, I think she had like one or two, but they were like low balance. So we tried to like not have, you know, we we went with like you know whatever low phone company we were with and stuff like that. Like we tried to minimize like unnecessary expenses as much as possible. Um, yeah. you know, while we were you know, trying to function off that one income. For sure, man. Would you say that your lifestyle is a little bit more expensive or are you still like living frugally? I mean, 25K is a big difference, but it's, of course not that big of a difference too. I mean, it yeah. mean, like, spend like crazy. I mean, it's like 50-50. Like at first we used to like have a, you know, a Google Sheets with, with our expenses and stuff <laughs> on it and stuff yeah. like that. Like it was like super tight and we would have to, I remember... Cause you know, I used to play um, video games a lot, and like my game was like NBA Two K. Um, we had to Dude, like I still play it every night, bro. <laughs> every single night. My career, at least two games every night. <laughs> Man, I haven't played it in a while. Don't. It's addicting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had to. I remember we had to like budget for that. Like I remember she put up. I was like, babe, Two uh, K comes out in like two months. We had to like budget to get Two K, which was like a. Sixty dollar wow. game, yeah. Like we was, we was tight. Like the margin, the wow. margin was real tight. Um, wow. But yeah, so we don't do stuff like that anymore. Like that, uh, you know, that Spider Man <laughs> just came out. That Spider Man Miles oh, Morales. Yes. You know, I just yep. pre ordered it, so I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's stress, man. Like, okay, so like, would you say you're more happier now because you have more money, or is just life just easier? I mean. It's easier because of money, uh-huh. if I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, I don't oh, have exactly. to, you know, I don't, we don't really think about, you know, bills or anything like that. Like, we kind of just, you know, do what we Live. have to do. Yeah. And yeah. then even with the, uh, you know, being a developer, you know, I've gotten a, tons of opportunities to, like, make extra money, like, just fall into my lap. Like, I've gotten yeah. paid to do blog posts quite a few times. Um, nice. you know, I, I actually I released an ebook that sold like a hundred copies in a day. What? Um, hundred copies? Man, yeah. I need to do this, dude. I need to do an ebook <laughs> in my life. I need to do an ebook in my life. I, I'm gonna hire a copywriter to just do that. What? <laughs> Wait, what was your ebook on? Uh, about using Twitter to break into tech. That's that's actually how what? I got my job Hold off on. of Twitter. That's how I got my last two jobs, bro. Hold on. <laughs> Holy, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on. I need to like. I'm literally hold on. I'm adding this to my list before 2021. Write a book. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's cool, man. What else? Um, and then I even had like a like a freelance gig come up. Like I was in this Slack group, and I was like, "Hey, uh, everybody!" And this was just like me telling people, not even like trying to get clients. I was just like, "Hey, y'all, I'm about to start freelance and doing like." html and css for people's wordpress right yeah just and somebody was like oh somebody just asked me if they want to do that and they were this person that told me was like you know been a developer for like 10 years working with like c sharp and stuff like that and he you know really didn't want to do it because you know i mean it's not (laughs) as you know so he was like somebody just asked me to do their website here's like i'll connect you and i was like oh okay like 
the opportunities are real, man. Like yeah. it's real. Uh, when I start this new job, um, like after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like I'm still gonna do like I'm doing contract work. It's like working twenty hours a week, making forty k a year. You know, um, so it's not bad. That's an extra forty k. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll do that on top of my salary from my main job, on top of my like my accessory company and then YouTube. You know, like, but like you're able to make like really, it's possible to make a lot of extra income. Yeah, on the side. yeah. Just coding, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's an amazing. I like I would. You know, I mean, I remember I wrote a blog post about my journey. I remember someone in the comments was like, don't get into tech because you want to make good money. Uh, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do it for the money, not because you love it, it's harder. True. But you learn to love it. Yeah. I, it took me months to learn to love code. It took me four months, uh, three to four months. And I started to love it and it became easier to learn and like build things. But at first, you won't love it. You will freaking hate it. You'll your white your hair will turn white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an, and then I think about um, you know when I was I talked about this on another podcast. But when I was learning um, to code, I was reading like a lot of books, and I think one of them that came to mind was uh, so good you can they can't ignore you, and it talks about the myth of passion, and you really you know the uh, one way to get passionate about something is by coming good at it. So you may not be because I mean, like who is like initially, especially like if you're coming from a place of I'm just trying to eat every day. You, the yeah. first thing on your mind isn't let me go play on the computer. Right. That's not really what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of it's hard to just like, be naturally wow. passionate. Yeah. So but as you get good at it and see the the fruits of your labor, then yeah, you can definitely like, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I like, you know, creating things and building things now and, you know, figuring out new stuff. Cause like I, I work with Ruby on rails now. Um, Cause I started learning, you know, uh, JavaScript for front end, but now I'm working Ruby on rails and just learning about the back end and communicating with the database and stuff like that. Like it's, it's fun. It's yeah. It's dope. Um, when but, you get to understand it, it is frustrating. Yeah. After learning back yeah. I hate working. Oh. I, <laughs> I hate it. It's a passion. I will never be a backend developer. I'll never be full stack. Never. Rails is pretty cool though, man. Like it, it, is. it, it, it has is. a it's lot of abstraction. Way. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting though, man? Um four years ago, backend developers got paid more than front end developers. Mm-hmm. But now when you look at salaries, it's either really close or front end developers are getting paid more than back end developers. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Like now, of course, if you do DevOps, they make the most in the industry. DevOps mm-hmm. engineers, um, they make the most money. But like when you just do back in the front end, when you compare it, front end developers are starting to get paid more. But yeah, anyway, um, the tech industry is amazing, bro. There's a lot of opportunities, and I don't think people realize. But the opportunities are not your first job. That's like to get your foot in the door. But the jobs that come after that, oh my gosh, I'm excited for you, man, for your second job. Yeah, me too. I'm, honestly, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay, uh, you know, where I'm at for as long as possible, just because it's such a sure. good atmosphere. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with like the way that base camp works, and the no, I'm you know, not. you don't. Um, so it's like really no meetings, mostly a sync uh, conversation. Not really a lot of like deadlines. So there's like no scrum or agile and type. It's like really oh. uh, a laid back um, atmosphere. Um, you know that they adopted from base right camp while you're there. Like, what are you learning, like, as a dev 
That's making you better at what you do. Uh, so right now we're transitioning our front end to next. So I'm oh, uh, learning learning that. Yeah, next JS. Wow, next JS, nice. So that that's where I'm at now. So trying to get um, better at that. But I spent most of the time since I've been here um, getting familiar with you know Ruby on Rails because we use we use like the Rails API and use yeah. uh, React on top of it. But now we're going to use Next on top of it. So I'm so excited. So you use React and Next. And Rails. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What's the main technology you're using now, though? Uh, right now, it would be mainly Rails stuff. That's, like, the main. I mean, I've made a couple, like, React components uh, on the Egghead website, but most of the stuff is is definitely back-end. Wow. So you joined as a front-end developer, and you're doing back-end. Uh, I wouldn't even say. I, I just got hired. Like, I don't know if it was, like, front-end <laughs> or back-end. Like, you know. <laughs> That's uh, even better, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it, it's you, like that Why do you too. think they hired you if you didn't like if you didn't specialize? You know, and you you were a junior developer. So, like, what what do you think made them hire you? Uh, that's a that's a good question. Um, the reason I'd say is kind of what I you know talk about in the book that I wrote uh, about you know using t- Twitter to break into tech is because yeah. like the relationship, like I. Cause I had met the founder of Egghead like in March or something of last year. And so we kind of, we met like over a zoom meeting, we chatted, kept in contact with each other and I ended up getting hired like, you know, five months later. But like when I first wow. talked to him, I didn't even know, like I didn't think about working for Egghead or, or anything like that. Um, it was just me, like just meeting people who I thought were cool and just having conversations and, you know, trying to learn about them and they learn about me. Mm. Um, so I, so basically over those, you know, once we met in March, he seen all the stuff I was doing. Like I was going to meetups, I was going to conferences, you know, when wow. we could travel, uh, I was, you know, blogging, I was, um, um, see, I was blogging. Then I would like post like what I was doing on Twitter. Like, you know, like I would post a picture of like my screen, uh, and what I was learning for today. Like if I was on Udemy or Treehouse or whatever I was using. So he like, and then I was like helping other people too. Like I would see someone ask a question about JavaScript. So I would go in, like answer, you know, that question and then like send them a link to MDN or something like that. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm trying to, it was like a lot of stuff I was doing. Like I would honestly say I was probably like doing too much. Like, you know, <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> honest, um, but I was like, he, he seen that work ethic and was probably, you know, I mean, of course I don't know what's going on in his head. I never really asked. Yeah. Um, but I think he just seen that work ethic over those few months and, you know, was like, yeah, this is someone I would like to, you know, six months later. Yeah. Yeah. So you were active in the community. Yeah. I mean, what better way to show your passion than helping yeah. others in active community, sharing your journey on social media, even if you don't have any followers or anything like that. Like, I mean, what else can you do to show your passion other than that, man? Um, I think that's it. Yeah, because honestly, when you hire a junior developer, when you look for a junior developer, you don't hire them just because they're good at anything because they're not. <laughs> I know a junior developer is good at anything unless you went to college as a CS degree. But even then, it doesn't mean you're good at anything. Yeah, I feel dumb they look every potential. day. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, I feel dumb right now. <laughs> like when people hire junior developers, they hire on potential. And so that's your goal when you interview, when you meet new people, the projects you build, the things you do online, where everyone could see is you want to show your potential to potential hires. Yeah. To hire people who hire? 
hires, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Dang. So, like, what is your goal then from now? Like, where, where do you hope to be? Or what do you hope to be doing? Let's say mm, four years from now. Uh, four years from now? I mean, I would say my, my ultimate goal, if I had to pick one, uh, it would probably be, like, running, like, my own software uh, company. Ooh, yeah. uh, that's, like, the ultimate, ultimate goal. Um, but you better from, do it, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. That's all, like, all I can really think about. And I feel like yeah. learning Rails is, like, the perfect way uh, to do that, you know, because that's kind of what it's, you know, made for small teams to be productive. Yeah. Um, but um, before then, I mean, just really just getting better, um, meeting new people, getting new, you know, opportunities. I would like to, uh, you know, probably write another book and help pe- more people get into tech and things like that. So, yeah, I'm just just want to get better and help other people get better um, until I, you know, until I figure out what problem I want to solve and, you know, create a software to help people solve that. Dude, that's awesome, man. That That's actually, it's funny. Uh, that's my goal too. Uh, not a software development company, but like with my developer branding company, it's going to blow up. I know for a fact it will within the next five years. And no. my goal is that within the next six years, when it does, I'm going to hire my own teachers who can teach code like for my own boot camp. Mm-hmm. But my boot camp will be free. Dope. Uh, the only thing that people have to buy is a laptop. And, you know, like, let's say if you need, like, I don't know, maybe we'll teach some design. They got to buy Adobe Suites or something. Um, that's all they got to buy. And my goal is to help thousands of people, at least 10,000 minimum, to get in the industry as front-end engineers. That's what I'm super passionate about. Like my warehouse that will hold all my desk accessories I'm selling for developer branded six years from now, I will have two classrooms in there just for teaching people. Nope. So if anyone lives wherever <laughs> I live, they get to go there for free. Of course, they have to learn HTML, CSS on their own, the basics. Then we go into advanced stuff. But that is my dream, man, to do that, to help others. That's how I want to give back to the community. And to do that through, you know, developer branded, I'm going to do it. It's hard as heck, though. Um, but it's funny because uh, I'm I'm pretty overwhelmed with all the things I'm doing. So Same. even though it's pricey, <laughs> I hired my own marketing team. I'm dropping a couple of grand a month on them. And then the thing is, they can't do anything unless I do something. So because I don't want to waste the thousands of dollars I'm dropping every month, it's pushing me to do something with the business. So that's, that's kind of what I did to motivate myself. Oh, that's because that's, I that's a money. good idea. Like when you see that coming out the account, you're like, "Oh yeah, I need to." Oh, trust me, bro. <laughs> like they're like, "Hey, what's your... they asked the credit card number today?" I'm like, "Dang, All right. <laughs> <laughs> man." Yeah. Like I wanted to play some Valorant tonight, man. I'll play some video games, but no, I had to finish this website. That's cool, dude. Um, well, all right. So you were able to, uh, you got your first job as dev for the, you know, people who'll be listening to this podcast. Is there any advice you want to give them to really help them in the journey becoming a developer? Um, sh- sure. I-, I think that if you're breaking into the industry, you have like like no degree, no um, experience. Um, you know, if you haven't, you know, contributed to open source heavily or something like that, I would recommend like getting to know uh, as many people in a genuinely way as possible. Uh, but don't go in trying to get something for yourself. Just chat with yep. people, ask them questions, you know, see if they're cool. Um, and, and I think that when you like 
when you give in that way and be interested in others, um, it always uh, comes back to you. So that would be the best advice I could give um, because that's what's worked out for me, just really being interested in people. I agree 100% because people ask me for help all the time. And it's to the point like I just don't respond anymore because I get so many of those every day. Not that I don't want to. It's just like there's so much I can do. Mm -hmm. But there's someone like Chris, I'm looking at you to develop a brand new website. Um, I'm actually really good at marketing. I've helped people like spend millions of dollars in ads and help them grow the business. I want to give you free advice if you're willing. And I met with him and he was so good. I'm like, hey, my company's looking for a marketing guy, not my developed brand company, the company I was working for. Mm-hmm. And I got him a job there. Dope. And he wasn't expecting that. He was just trying <laughs> to help me. But that's how you, you get, speak to people who, you know, you're trying, you know, connect with is what value can you bring them? Because if you can do that, you stand out from the crowd of thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. You know, if someone looking through their DMs and they're and they're like, "Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me?" And this, oh, you see that one, yeah. "Hey, I want to help you." That, that Dude, sentence alone that scratches me off guard, man. <laughs> like, it's huge. It's different because people are always asking. Uh, that that's why for me personally, I rarely ever ask for anything. I don't even promote developer branded on my social media. I don't say buy anything. Unless like something just went out, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one out, but you don't need to buy anything. Like I don't ever try to, I don't ever ask. Um, I guess it's a bad thing in a way too, but I just don't like to ask. I'd rather be the one who gives, and then yeah, people same. just buy their stuff anyway. Yeah, and that, I'm I'm the same way. Like I've really don't ask for. I mean, I know I asked to be on this podcast. I just thought it would be cool to you know hang out because you well, know I, like I said I watched your video. Oh I, yeah, I, I you posted something I, and I replied. I, I replied. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was like, hey, um, I want to interview more people for my podcast. So I asked. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't really like to um, ask for something. Like, I'd just rather, you know, us be cool if you decide to. Because most of the stuff that happened to me is not for me asking anything. Like, you know, most of the opportunities, like, you know, I've been on, you know, a lot of different podcasts and just all, just mm-hmm. all, just some really cool stuff. And, before you know 2020 you know went sideways i got offered to to speak at, in amsterdam uh That's and awesome. in i can't remember another european country i can't remember amsterdam uh, yeah and uh like jeez just from someone else referring me like it's been and i never i didn't even know this person you know was thinking about me at the time like they was, was like hey this person said uh you would be great to speak at uh i can't remember the event name but it was like it was in Amsterdam, like in April, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's all. That's my dream to speak at conferences. Um, if this job goes through and it will, um, I'm literally gonna I'm being paid to speak at conferences, not just in the United States, all around the world. Dope. Like that's what I'll be doing. I'll be traveling a lot, like a lot, a lot, and like the dream to do that and be paid to do that, man, is that's crazy. And I look forward to that. Because as you speak in conferences all around the world, I don't care about the money from that. I care more about building a bigger brand mm-hmm. for people who don't who don't depend on the algorithm to find me. You know what I mean on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That is the not that my channel will grow, but my brand. I care about my brand. That's that's so exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. And then those those real relationships, like it's it's a yeah. lot different from you know just interacting with someone on the timeline than being there in person and feeling their yeah. excitement and, and stuff like that. Like it's a whole, oh, it yeah, makes man. the connection way better. 
building friends all around the world in real life rather than just Instagram, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, where you just tag people on your stories. It's yeah. totally different. That is what I look forward to, man. Oh, so yeah, dude, that'd be cool, man. I would love to like see you speak at the conference. Yeah, it's definitely in the plans. Um, you know, once once things is back to normal, I think that would be uh, exciting too. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, well, is there any last words? Oh yeah, if you want to shout, how do how can people find your your ebook? Uh, sure. Uh, so the URL is breakintotech.dev. Uh, you can purchase it there. It's uh, you know, only ten dollars. So don't break the nice. bank. Um, and then uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Will Johnson IO. I'm on Instagram too, but really not not as much. I'm kind of a I'm more of a lurker on Instagram than I am of a poster. Uh huh. Will Will Johnson IO? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will Johnson IO. I only find you right now. Will Johnson. Oh, you just popped up at the top. Oh, because you follow me already. So that helps. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm deactivated right now. I had I took some time off. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it won't let me follow you. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why is it loading? I I literally turned off my Wi-Fi thinking my internet was slow. <laughs> cool, man. That's cool, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I would recommend. I mean, if you guys think that Wilson gave some gold content on here, man, I would recommend checking out that book. I mean, that's important, man. Um, more than just what skills to learn, technically speaking. It's also like, what are the small things, the street smarts you need to get an industry? That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's definitely not a technical book, but it's more talking about the relationships, how to get mentors and things like that. Like all the things that I've done and seen other people do. And, you know, people have already hit me up and saying, oh, I got a, I got an interview because of following your book and I couldn't get interviews before nice. uh, and stuff like that. So it's, it's nice. really, and that's what I like more. Like, of course I want people to, you know, buy it and stuff. But like when people come to me with stories like that, because I was really nervous to put it out. I'm thinking like, oh, this ain't going to help no one or no one's going to like it or, you know, how humans do when we want to do something. But uh, it turned out really well. And I'm glad that people are benefiting from it. No, dude, that is that is awesome, man. Um, Actually, I'm interested. So, yo, if you guys are listening, you guys better check it out. It's only 10 bucks. That's like cheaper than that's that's almost expensive as a McDonald's meal. Actually, no. That's cheaper. <laughs> I get my McDonald's are like twelve bucks. <laughs> um, extra large, extra fries. Anyway, um, that's cool, man. Uh, any last words before we end this here? Uh, sure. So the the one one piece of advice I give, or kind of like a mantra that I live by, is that nobody knows what they're doing. So you know, yep. don't be afraid and come join us. Agree. I still don't know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I'm doing. As exactly. long as you're doing is what matters. Exactly. The moment you stop doing, you fail. Exactly. Cool, man. Well, hey, well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the podcast. Sorry, thanks for joining the podcast. And honestly, man, you've been really fun to talk to you, bro. No, I'm thanks. not joking at all. Appreciate it. It's all been right. cool to talk to you too. Thanks, Will. All right, thanks.